0: the film or something like that all right so oh, this, is, this is yeah a- <laughs> yeah because I think it, it was sweet. but didn't let me but it's for to tie it again like in and... boom all right um so we are back this week uh for everybody following um it's, it's been an interesting month that we had to take off for film festivals and finishing up last-minute stuff. Uh, but as you can see, uh, we are back. We're, we're taking a different turn. We're actually talking to uh, filmmakers that are in the middle of their film project or are in um, the film festivals right now, um, and basically because I, I really wanted to talk to these people. Um, this week, we have an awesome person who has actually been with me for a good minute. Actually, man, I met her before actually my first film. Um, but we'll get into that right now. So for all you uh, film noobs out there, welcome back this week. Um let's get started from I don't know how you see this guys, left to right, right to left, up down. Um, uh, but Deborah, go ahead, start first, introduce yourself.
1: Um Deborah Martinez, the the writer for um Hype producer, and I'm director. All right,
2: uh, Rogelio. Yeah, so I am Rogelio Zamora Chavez. I'm the director of photography for this project, and also an executive producer. Um, and we're excited to be a part of this project. Hide the movie. Nice,
3: nice. Giselle, hi, I'm Giselle, and I'm the assistant director. And um, this is also my first feature film. I am uh, an assistant director for, so I'm very excited for this project. I'm sorry,
0: I had to like take a little swing real quick. Man, all right, so going back to what I was saying, Deborah, we knew each other back t- when your kid was like three years old or something like that, she was in diapers, <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, Evil Water, and then from there we kind of grew, and then we had our first feature film, Laura's vs Zombies, I have to throw that in there, that's why I'm wearing the shirt, <laughs> um, so that's how I met you, Debra, um, and you've been with us pretty much the whole time, and this is your first, first feature film project, right? yeah.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Rogelio, I want to call you Roger because that's your actual like uh, company. But Rogelio, I met you when we were on the set of uh, Sophia's uh, or Sophie's. Um, what is it called? Bellator. Bellator.
2: No, yes.
0: Yeah. So we met there, and this is my first time getting to know you, Giselle. So this is going to be an interesting conversation.
2: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Awesome. So <laughs> what what brought this? Cohesive team together. Deborah, what made you bring this 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 cool team together?
1: So um dude, so I met uh Rogelio because of uh everybody knows her by tiny, mm-hmm. tiny Rocky Bee, which is Valerie Salazar. Yeah. She's one of the main actresses. As well, she told me, dude, you gotta get Rogelio, you know, he's the best. You got to, and then I was like, Well, Shit, let's see how much he charges, you know, like, or what. And then I was like, so then um, we met up with, oh, I met up with Rogelio and we gave him a little table read. Oh, it was more like, yeah, like a, a small table read, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and he liked it and he he took it on. And thank God, because it's fucking badass. <laughs> it's like I'm in Hollywood sitting down in a fucking director's chair. i
0: Uh, am though but it's in san antonio you know (laughs) hey we gotta start actually you didn't just start anywhere you actually just went from a writer to makeup department and you said fuck all that shit and straight to director so you (laughs) didn't you just skipped everything in between yeah (laughs) And, and rogelio what attracted you to the to the actual project
2: Uh, I think I loved that it was very funny. Um, Horror has a huge, or, you know, kind of spooky horror has a a huge audience following. And there's people that are, you know, devoted to just going out and watching these indie films, you know. So I knew that there was, for one, there was a really good audience target. Uh, For two, it's very San Antonio, you know. If you read the script, this has a lot of, uh, you know, like San Antonio touch of like the uh kind of like the chicas on the south side you know attitude and i think that was one of my favorite parts and just being really genuine i think to 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 san antonio and um so i uh, again aside from it being really funny i thought that this would be a perfect project to kind of start kicking off the feature film um i definitely knew there would be challenges but you know that comes with every 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 feature film even short films right so um but we got to kind of tackle it each shoot at a time right otherwise yep. we'll get overwhelmed so that yeah that was the reason i decided to jump in on it
0: now correct me if i'm wrong but this is your actual first feature as or fe- just regular feature film right
2: correct yes i've done some documentary filmmaking and feature feature length but and plenty of short films but this is definitely the first uh full-length feature film that we've been jumping in we're a lot of short film aspects uh go hand in hand with it but then a lot of Things don't like just the length of overall project, right? How long we're we gonna have to be shooting? That's something that we've been learning a little bit about tackling. How can we effectively tackle the length of how many times, how many days we gotta shoot, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, but yes. Now, Giselle, you have been with Rogelio for a minute, right?
3: Yes, yes. And uh, so we've worked alongside with in many projects, um, and I've de- I've definitely taken different roles depending on the projects. Um, so I've been producer I've been assistant director as well and um, so he generally will do more I'll do more of the producing work on his end, um, but also uh, assistant director. so it's just you know it's it's pretty much I'm used to our work um, our work, I think I guess together. So, yeah. just, so, taking on this project was really easy um, to you know just jump in, and then I also love Deb's um, script. Like when I, I read, I was laughing. Even when we're filming, we're laughing. Yeah. It's just it's just a great um, it's a great project. Um, as an assistant director, I have had to you know have some challenges with uh, organizing everything, the scenes, just because of the format of the film. But but the talent and everybody's great, so it's just been like so much fun to to do the project. <laughs>
0: Now, Deborah, walk us through because I remember when I first read the script, it was hide and seek. And I know you changed changed mm-hmm. it a little bit, you know, different iterations. Talk to me about that. Um, like what, what what do you mean? Where it started to where it's now.
1: Um well it's it's changed a lot towards um we added a sex scene and Remember, I told you one day that yeah. I wanted to do a rated R. I yeah. said I'm gonna do rated R because that's what everybody wants. You know, they they gotta pop a boob out or something. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm going in and I'm writing that in." <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's gonna. I don't know. It's good. Like, I can't wait for y'all to see it because it's really good. <laughs> but like, I said- there's no negativity on on set ever either. Like. It's it's very everybody is very like communicating with each other.
0: Cool, because like I said, when I first met you and I first read it, it was called hide and seek, mm-hmm. and now it's hide. So what what made you do that? The whole what what went through when I guess you so that
1: of- way it wouldn't I guess so it wouldn't give out the whole story. Kind of like they told me just uh, um this friend of mine Jerry Garcia he told me. When you when you told me hide that you wanted to change it to hide. I said, that sounds more scary, more bold. So that's why that's why I went with it, too. I changed it and changing the name to hide instead of hide and seek. And there was already some other hide and seeks out there, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, um, Rahelio, how much of the changes were you like hands on about? Because, like I said, I've, I've seen. Where it first started, I don't know where the iteration right now, where or how the film is now with y'all, um, because Deborah won't tell me, Uh some kind of like <laughs> <her>. <laughs> I'll punch you up. But <laughs> how much of that change have you been on board for?
2: I think we, I mean, a lot of it, all the changes that have happened, have been mostly just logistically on the logistic side of the film, right? What can we realistically a- accomplish with uh, close to zero budget, right? Yeah. Um. As far as, cause, and again, that's the challenges that every filmmaker faces, right? So, for example, not to be too vague in it, but just location, right? We had an idea of a specific location on the script, but given circumstances and the amount of shooting days and people's schedules and availability, we weren't going to be able to effectively find a place that was going to match what we needed with our flexibility that we needed. So we were able to find a location that we adapted the script to to be able to let us have that flexibility. And either way, it's turned out pretty good, um, if not for the better. Um, But aside from that, everybody's been great. And I know that before I was brought on board, there was uh, uh, just cash changes too, right? But um, aside from, again, but that wasn't part of that. But as far as my end, I have been able to, any changes has been just because of things
0: you cut there, you cut out right there, Rogelio.
3: You accidentally muted it.
2: Uh, my, sorry. Say again. But yeah, so uh, the only changes that have happened since I first read the script has just been logistically.
0: Okay. And and Giselle, now you said as an AD, what has been your your biggest role with the film and or adapting it so far? Because I know Rogelio said something about there's been some cast changes.
3: Yeah, so I wasn't part of the cast changes, but I think more than anything, adapting um, one to so we're shooting overnight, uh, specifically because it's it's a night film. Yeah. Um. So that one becomes a little bit of a hurdle just because we have to work with everybody's schedule. And essentially, you know, like everybody is not used to always working at night. So that that definitely, you know, becomes a little bit of a hurdle adapting and making sure we can get people align with their schedules. Like, you know, they have something going on during the day. And so like, it takes a lot of pre-planning in that regard uh, for for the film, um, especially at night and location wise, thankfully the main location we've been focused in right now has been very flexible with us. So that's been great. But we have had a little bit of, uh, I I would say very minor details that we have had to adjust. Like for instance, windows. Uh, I know we had to uh, adjust like a situation based on the building and the script um so it's been just like minor things that we just kind of have to at the moment make that call of like okay so this is not p- possible in this building so let's just figure this out um but thankfully you know we're a great team and I've been very lucky because like Deb's great and everything you know as a director and everything um and producer so it's she adapts really well to changes and she just makes it a lot easier for me to do my job and get everything moving and you know, adapt to we have to make some changes. Uh, Thankfully, like we all collaborate well with our creativity. If there's anything that needs to be solved as a problem or an issue. And I think that's why this this project is so much fun because, you know, we all come together, we find the best option and solution. And thankfully, nobody really if if it's something logical and makes sense, nobody like really gives us like a hard time about it or, you know, uh, is headset on certain ways. So that's been amazing with this team that we've been all able to you know come together and agree on changes based on either logistics like Roger mentioned or you know schedules that because we we've, we've had the situation where um somebody uh for instance uh wasn't able to make it because of a flight so we had to readjust but it was like everything worked really well where everybody collaborated we adjusted and we just rescheduled everything Nonetheless, we didn't lose any like uh, you know, like time for filming. So it's just been great to work with our team because I think everybody just, you know, adapts and makes everything happen so we can at least use our filming day effectively.
0: Mm-hmm. Deborah, what's been one of the biggest challenges, at least for adapting? Like just I was saying, you've had to change some of the scenes based on location or or flexibility of the location itself. So mm-hmm. what have been some of your biggest hurdles? that you found um as far as adapting your your screenplay to the actual film
1: I would say probably um okay so it was an upstairs and downstairs um scene so yeah. we had to cut that out we we moved that we took that out that would be the the rest is pretty much good like we have we had a lot of little spaces that we were able to that we're still able to film around in it to make it look like the building that I had envisioned or whatever because I had said it was a up uh two story building. Yeah, I
0: remember.
1: Yeah, so I changed that. I did. I yeah, I did change that out. Yeah. Took it out.
0: Was that on set or was that previous? Once um, That location. was
1: a previous because we couldn't find a building, a two-story building.
0: Okay. Hmm. So it
1: was right before.
0: Nice, nice. What has been some of the other hurdles that you've had to jump through or, or kind of adapt because of the, the difference in location or or casting for you? Because I, I guess you were there for the casting. So what were some of the differences?
1: Um, Only one of the girls I recasted, the first girl. Because um, just she couldn't, she couldn't do the part that I needed her to, to do. She wanted to to change her whole script, so I was like, no,
0: no, I couldn't do that. But yeah. So so basically, what you're saying, if I'm if if I'm listening correctly, you had an actress that wasn't willing to kind of. Do this was before I got the production company.
1: Though this was during table readings at my house.
0: Ah, okay. So this was really early on. Hello. You keep breaking up. All right, Deborah's breaking up. So Rogelio, back to you. Um, that way we'll let Deborah's. What was that? Well, no, because you froze up on us. Sorry. Oh, okay um so again back to you now that you're you're back on as far as like when you said the change happened when you were doing table reads right Mm -hmm. yeah so basically you what what i'm trying to get to is because a lot of times because you know it from
1: the first right you're right you know it from the first so i have picked another actress that's probably the the other actress you might have seen um practicing with me probably but- and um, but she decided she couldn't do that part. So then I got Valerie, and then that's when, which is t- tiny. And she froze. T- I- and that's when she told me, hey, hello, to do this. Oh, I froze again? Yeah. Did I freeze? Yeah, you're a freeze. Am, Am I frozen?
0: frozen? You're chopping up. No, you're not frozen no more. I'm talking. <laughs> <No. guy. laughs> All right. So, in a way, it was the kind of blind blessing that. Yeah, it was wasn't able to do it because now you got Rogelio on and he's just badass. So, yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> As, OK, well, yeah. going back to dealing with with because I know again, I know how the script went the first time we read it. And you've had to change it a little bit, but you changed it because of location and feasibility, mm-hmm. not because of your actors, right? Yeah, I changed it because of locations okay because a lot of times uh most directors if they're the director writer get really really married to that script and they don't mm-hmm. want to change and they don't want to be flexible or mm-hmm. or like yourself said they don't want to communicate or actually be involved in the creative process to move the story forward
1: yeah no i'm i'm very like flexible you do <laughs> what you I'm, got to do flexible yeah <laughs>
0: As long as you don't start giving us examples of how flexible you are, I'm good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I think think adding to that, lucky enough to have a pretty smooth um, operation as far as production goes. I think we're all on the same page as far as the vision. Um, And they let me do my thing. I go in, we light it. And then, you know, and funny enough, I do want to mention that Giselle is actually my sister. So, (laughs) Both of us being on set siblings is always interesting, right? Because it could be a great thing or it could be a bad thing. Yeah. But as we've <laughs> been in situation and we learned to adapt to, you know, our thoughts. as an AD, as a direct, assistant director, you know, she has to try and be on schedule, right? And yeah. as a DP, I'm trying to get, light my shots, right? So there's always that little balance we have to kind of dance around with, and that is how do we effectively stay on schedule, which we hardly ever do,
1: <laughs>
2: um, while we, um, you know, light the scenes as best as we can. So I think we've we've gotten pretty good at it, and um, and you know, sometimes we just got to compromise. Okay, do we keep going, or do we, you know, light better, or do we just kind of like slow down a little bit or speed it up? So, but. Again, the actresses have been amazing, very flexible, very awesome. They're true professionals. And they delivered their lines so well over and over and over again that, you know, we could be laughing at the jokes every single take. So, (laughs) and and I'm very grateful to be part of this project because it's a great opportunity for all of us, I think. I think we can all exploit our own talent, right? Giselle, her AP, Deborah, her directing, and I can go in and, and uh, light my shots all for a really funny and really cool script. So I think we're all together as grateful to be a part of this project.
0: Now, I have to ask Giselle, and and, and if, if you don't want to, it's okay, cool. I understand because I'm going to ask you to talk bad about both these guys. How is it working, is it working? as an AD? Because you're... And, and most people don't realize this unless you've been in the film industry. The AD has a lot of heavy work when it comes to shooting because you're the you're the mastermind of everything on set. The director, their job is only to worry about the fucking actors, and then of course your DP worries about how great his shots gonna look because that they have really narrow field of view when it comes to that. But your job is to juggle everything and make the director happy and keep the damn DP on track. But yet, your DP (laughs) happens to be your brother and the director is a noob. So how do you deal with juggling both of these two guys without you going crazy and throwing something at them?
3: You know, (laughs) I know, right? Um, Thankfully, I haven't gone to that point where I wanted to throw anything at anybody. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you know, know, uh, to be honest with you, um, I think first of all, the script being so great I always compliment Deb on the script. I'm like, like, cause I really enjoy like the script and like how well put together in it, it is and you know, how well it flows um, really helps in my opinion because when you have a good script it's not that hard to, you know, arrange. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It is a little tricky because of the way it's written but it's the nature of the story of that story which works well. So it has required a lot of attention to detail But honestly, as long as I do my pre-planning, which to me is like the most important part, as long as my pre-planning is done correctly for the day of the shoots, I think that helps everything run super smooth. So I think for me, like the biggest thing is just making sure that I have my days planned out really well uh, when we're going to be shooting and making sure that everything is organized because I've noticed that, let's say, because we had the issue with like, oh, like, let's say, you know, an actor is going to get late or something like that. Right. Things that you can't control certain days. I've noticed that as long as I know what I'm going to be shooting that day, like that's laid out, even if let's say they take a little longer or if somebody arrives, late, like, I can rearrange my day knowing like really well how to adjust that. And so. Deb thankfully you know she's an angel like she works really well with like she knows her script really well so like it really helps me um be able to also whenever I make those you know like those things or adjustments or even sometimes you know I am have a question about something like she's so helpful with that and she also knows how she wants her actresses to convey the story so to me is she's been so helpful and I think sometimes it, her being you know a new director also is like a, a blessing because it also, you know, shows me that like, you know, sometimes some directors are very set on their ways that can be more of ego. And I feel like Deb thankfully does not have that ego where she also commits to, you know, <laughs> I want this vision I want this to be done. And she understands like how, Like, I feel like she, like, even though she's new, I feel like she understands the vision really well, which really helps me. And then Roger too, like, I know, I have bumped heads with him a little bit because I've been like, (laughs) hey, like, you know, we got to like move on. We got to get this done. And, but, but when I see the quality of how it's, you know, coming on on screen, I'm just like, okay, I think we can compromise on things. But I'm not gonna lie. I think like the biggest part for me is just making sure that I'm very, very organized. Because I think honestly, sometimes that's very underestimated on like the power of being well organized. And when you're very well organized and you know what you want to shoot in that day and you have somebody that like works great with you, like Deb and Roger, it just makes my life so much easier. And I think that's also why we haven't had like bumping heads, you know, because we're all respectful of each other and we understand like, our I guess what we're required to do. um but but honestly i i do really appreciate that because like my biggest thing is that i I love that she doesn't come from ego and i think sometimes in the industry that's like the hardest thing to deal with and and roger i mean not because he's my brother but too like you know he also doesn't come from ego, and i think we we come together as let's make this work let's do the best that we can and it just makes like magic happen because like roger said everybody shows like their skills the best that they can
0: Nice. And, and Rogelio, as a DP, a lot of the times the issue comes where the director has this great fucking picture in their head and 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 they see it clear as hell, but they can't convey that to their DP and the DP sitting there like, I thought this is what you wanted, but this looks better. How do you deal with that? Again, being that Dev is new and, and for her, I don't know how she works on set with y'all, <laughs> You know, with me, I had to, you know, strangle her a couple of times, but no. I'm just <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Being able to convey from a director's point of view what's in your head to somebody sometimes isn't what gets captured.
2: How do you do? Yeah. that? Um, I think usually, it, we haven't happened in this in this situation, but usually, uh, to avoid that, right, to avoid miscommunication, we just like to kind of reference films or reference, you know, cinematography styles that they envisioned when they were writing it or movies that they think could, could hold true to what their vision is like, right? So, for example, if, let's say that she sends me some, the Saw movie, right? She wants it moody and dark, okay? I get the idea. We want it to be really moody, we want it to be dark, uh, gore, not gory, but, you know, grungy. So, I think that's what kind of helps avoid that is, is in pre-production establishing that now thankfully the location we're shooting at has a lot of character to it so it has a specific look right it looks like it's um you know like it's a place that could that you don't have to do a lot of set design for right yeah so that allows us to play with that and we're kind of playing with what we've got we adjust things as needed um but we're all if we we see that we want to maybe make it messy or something then we go ahead and, and do that if needed uh, but again, we haven't had any of those situations happen yet so far. Um, and we're well in into the production itself, so that's been great. Um, mm-hmm. But usually to avoid it, it's just in pre-production, talk about the, the the what we're wanting to do, right? The uh, expectation of yeah. how we want the film to film the looks. Um, and then we luckily, we do have a lot of lighting available that we have a lot of, you know, setting up possibilities and camera tools that I know... Um, not a lot of people have, so we have that in our benefit, too. That's helped a lot, being able to get specific shots and things that we want to play with.
0: Cool. And Deborah, how has it been as, as first-time director?
1: <laughs> uh, it's been good. It's been really great. Like, Giselle, like she says, she's got everything. It's like if she's the the one running, like you said, they're the ones doing everything. Like, she's been 100, you know? Yeah. And Rohelio 2 Rohelio 2 don't leave him out. <laughs> forget Rohelio. He's just a DP. <laughs> but Giselle
2: dude yeah.
0: <laughs> but Giselle she's been 100 dude. Um, <laughs> how, how long was yours pre-production?
2: I think it's ongoing, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do want to point out you that, like... You said you're in middle production. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I do want to point out that Deb being producer has really helped with her vision a lot and has made our lives easier because she did choose the location. So essentially she knew that that could convey her vision of the film. So, like, for us, like, knowing that she picked the... like because how can i say like like she she knows her vision really well that like it has made it easier for us because we're not you know trying to guess what she wanted so like the producer part of her really helps her director style because it's like it's so easy for us to convey the film in the location she chose because it has the character and also like you know with the actresses like what she wants i think she cast it really well with like the actresses because they truly convey like her characters the appropriate way so i i just feel like that really helps her also like you know i think as a first-time director like do a great job because she already has i guess the main key items that a producer sometimes has problems conveying with a director that like all comes together and i think that also gives her a big asset as a director uh to help us with the film and understand her vision clearly
0: man deborah i don't know how much you paid them. But they're talking a the lot. <laughs> what's what's been the hardest day for y'all?
2: Um, so no hard
1: day. Nah. <laughs> no. I, know
2: uh, I think the overall difficult part of it is, again, it's not that it's a hard day or anything. I think that the difficult thing is that we shoot overnight, right? Yeah. Usually. And so it changes everybody's schedule because you know, a lot of the actresses, they work at like 6 a.m., some of them, right? So they, they gotta, we gotta make sure we plan accordingly to make sure we don't, we let them sleep at least some. Um, so I think the biggest challenge has just been how it's overnight shoots. And if we're shooting two or three days of, you know, in segments, um, we go back to a regular work schedule, which is just, you know, which is never really a schedule. It's just all over the place, but definitely not overnight. And so that'll mess with us. Like we'll be waking up at 3 p.m on on a tuesday and we have a shoot you know like a whatever so or we have we finish wrapping shooting at 5 a.m and then we have a shoot uh at 8 a.m in houston right so (laughs) that has happened in in, while shooting height but again it's part of the filmmaking aspect of it is there's going to be sleepless nights um and you just kind of have to begin with the end in mind see the overall picture and then once you're sitting in a theater screening it and you you know the audience is laughing and or getting spooked, it's all well worth it. Because nobody's gonna think about how many days y'all shot. They're just thinking about the film of what's happened, right? But so that's what yeah. we have to ourselves is like what matters is that the audience has a good time when they're watching this film. And and that helps us push forward. I,
3: I wanna say the first day because um but not because it was like, you know, a bad day, but because it was like our first day on set. We were all kind of, you know, getting to know each other. We were kind of seeing with the flow. But uh, we shot at a bar the first day. And <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a lot of people that wanted to be extras. And I think we ended up like, somebody ended up getting like kind of in an argument and some people were complaining. Wow. And that was like on its own. It was a little challenging. I and mean, we were still able to get everything done that we need to get done. But I think that was a little challenging with like the people that, you know, sometimes people like, they get very excited when they see a camera. So we had some of those. And
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so staring it was... in the camera. <laughs> yes. I know what we had. That, eight...
0: What was that? No, you said a comment right now when. when... Yeah, I said they were staring in the camera. <laughs> oh. oh them, don't that. look in the
1: camera. They looked in the camera.
0: Is <laughs> this your extras? Yeah. No.
1: Well, well no, oh. they weren't our yeah.
0: extras. No, it's because we
3: were shooting in a bar, and there was an actual, uh, you know, um, what's called a clients or people, you know, drinking. Oh, so y'all so- hadn't
0: cleared the bar at all. Y'all were shooting while the bar was still open. Right. <laughs> oh man! And then we
2: had a we had a particular lady that was very passionate about her her little like darts game, <laughs> <laughs> and we were we had to kill the music at the bar. She wasn't happy about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's uh, I think she, she ended up walking out of the car angry, but you know, um, I'm sure she's back. You know, I'm sure she's still playing her <laughs> The dark uh, master. But, but speaking of that, that same night, I did have to get home pack with the same camera, break it all down because I was flying the next morning at 6am to Amsterdam. I had a shoot over there in Amsterdam. So I think that was one of those sleepless nights I was talking about, right? But (laughs) I I slept all the way to Amsterdam. (laughs) Nice,
0: nice. Hey, that's the only way to do it, man. You sleep on the plane. Oh, fuck it.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What has been one of y'all's best nights?
2: Every night, <laughs>
0: Every night oh my yep. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna that's it. We're done. We're done with this damage. <laughs> I need some drama. Like, I want like, drama. Like I want drama.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, now y'all are the number. Okay, so for real, for real, what, what was like one of the best nights y'all had? Like everything went perfect, and you're like, no, this can't be it. That just, we're on time. Come on, Giselle. There's got to be that one night you're like, fuck, everybody's on time. Everybody's even, Rojella, yeah. you know, behaving, no. you're not you know, relighting everything.
2: Actually, I think- you know what? I, uh-huh. I guess just talking about experiences, there was one time I had a shoot um, downtown for a different project. And I told you, I was like, hey, you're going to have to drive the truck and the trailer to the <laughs> <street."> <laughs> first time ever. <laughs> and yeah. it's a one hour drive in traffic. Wow. (laughs) i
3: I was so i'd never driven the trailer and roger's like you can do it i was like literally like oh my (laughs) god i was i was a little scared like i don't think i'd ever been scared about (laughs) driving the trailer but yeah that was that was but hey you know i got there safe and sound and then i was like okay i'm not driving this anymore (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> nice. But you know, production sometimes there's things that you have to do, um, you know, to get it done. And I think sometimes when you're in production and part of the production, you know, um, uh, team, that like you have to step it up and be like, okay, we're gonna get this done. I gotta, you know, step it up and hopefully <laughs> make it through.
0: So, Deborah, Can you hear me? Uh, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> For you, what has been the best part of the whole process as a, as a um, director? Me, the best
1: part, I would say, um, was getting the production company. Because, dude, mm. everything is smooth. Yeah. Smooth sailing here.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It is. I'm telling you, Giselle does everything. I'm just like, okay. I like it this way. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dang, I never
0: felt like this on L.A.D. Shit. Oh, Oh, man, throw me under the bus. I see how we are. (laughs) Throw me under the bus. You know what? I was going to bring you back for part two, but. (laughs) Then I'm going to bring Giselle and Rogelio. (laughs) Um, Go
2: ahead. I always say, only we bring bring drama. <laughs>
0: yeah, drama. I can't have this happy-go-lucky, you know, production. That's that's not a real film production. <laughs> now, um, how how much more do y'all have left on the film? Well
2: <laughs> Realistically, I want to say at least five to seven more days of filming.
0: Okay. Yeah, that, but- that would be Hollywood realistic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're hoping to be able to. So right now the holidays are coming up, so we're gonna we're pausing filming for all that reason. But based on everybody's schedules, we're hoping to shoot it close to the end of uh, January. And usually that's a slow month for production and everything. So hopefully we can get everybody on board and finish all those days end of January. So um, that's the goal, and that way we can start post production or finish post production within two months of that. So that's the goal.
0: Nice, nice. Two months for a
2: post. Yeah. Well, I'm already gonna start <laughs> prepping everything that we have already together, and we need to so talk. We, we,
0: <laughs> we need to
2: talk. <laughs> I want to say that we have at least half of it shot, maybe. Okay. So we're gonna use that, you know, put everything together, layer things out from what we do have. So we, in case we have anything we want to change in the meantime, we can still do that, um, and then finish off everything else.
0: Okay. As far as continuity, because you're taking such a big break in between, Giselle, talk to me about that. Um,
3: Well, it's not that difficult because so what we've been well, what I've been doing when I arrange the scenes, I usually shoot things that um, can't really be affected with shooting it later. Um, Like so, I mean, the girls are wearing the same thing, so for like the scenes that we're shooting, because right now we're still shooting in the building, which is where most of the film takes place. Okay. Um so really it's just more that so but scenes that up for instance like uh could change something so I'm grouping it cuz so it's kind of hard to explain the script what well, you've read it right yeah, i have read, read it the script. yeah so like there's scenes where you know the girls are let's say you know hiding or whatever so like I try to shoot them continuously where their scenes are f- shot all together so mm-hmm. pretty much the way I've been shooting it is like or scheduling the, the shoots shoot is where Things that could change, I don't shoot because like, you know, like something could change on them so that those scenes look good. So really, it's not that complicated Um, in that regard because they're wearing the same thing, um, you know, and like really we do the hair the same way. So in that regard, the good thing about it is that, like, because it's the same location and essentially the rooms may change, but I shoot the same rooms at once. It doesn't really affect much, but we do take a lot of pictures just in case something could change. Um, But. I think the biggest thing would be if we were to shoot like exterior scenes or things like that where it could maybe change things. But those we haven't, like the last details we haven't really shot just yet. Yeah. I don't think it should affect us uh, much just because I'm focusing on shooting them together. Like for if something could change, it would only be for that one scene.
0: Nice. Makes sense. Yeah, grouping. them. Um, so, Deborah, going back to you, mm. as far as like with when you're working with some of these girls as a director because this is something that we had to deal with with uh sacred masters last time around when we take such a big break we have to kind of revisit a lot of the emotional uh mental state that that actress was in at that point to get them back into where we need to be you know back into where the scene is on the script how have you dealt with some of that stuff Actually,
1: the actresses that I have, they get into character, they just go through their lines and get right back into character. Yeah, they just get right back into character. So they're really good actresses. Absolutely. It's like, you, you, you,
3: it's like we're perfect.
0: you found the gold mine man you're like <laughs> the best scenario ever for a first time director you have picked it <laughs> <laughs>
2: So,
0: Helio, um what have you all been shooting on
2: uh we've actually been shooting on Red V Raptor which is the latest and greatest Red camera that they have out there in the market right now huh. uh so that helps a lot because low light is a lot better than the older Red uh we're shooting full frame which also contributes to low light. And we get to, uh, I think we're shooting it 6k if I'm not mistaken. Um, That's my standard usually whenever I'm shooting allows us for post production and be able to export at 4k. Um, And and look, surprisingly, we've shot the entire film so far on a 35 millimeter lens. So we haven't really switched up
0: was that a creative choice or was that a, a just happy I think that, lucky accident?
2: I'm I happy. So basically, the 35 millimeter lens on a 6K cropped in because the crop. So red the way the red works is 8K you get full frame. Yeah. When you go to 6K it punches you in. So the lens is equivalent to a 50 millimeter lens almost on a on a 6K um, sensor format. Right. So in theory, we're shooting about 50 millimeter sort of depth. Yeah. and that allows for a nice neutral zoom length and it it contributes to the shots being very very nice as far as not too wide not too tight but there are occasions where we're in a really tight room where i do go up to 8k so i can shoot the whole you know the the space and then we'll just scale it down in post um but it's helped a lot with just speeding up the process of, of everything and we're shooting on a canon e-n-e lens uh opens up to 1. 1.3 1. 1.2 stops which allows a lot of light in and a lot of that depth of field on there so really it's been a, a very it's been a trooper lens for sure and um yeah so it's it's been yeah, the the production aspect of it as far as equipment has been very very good for this this feature film i think it, especially we want to put it on the big screens right and will yeah. look great
0: yeah yeah if you're shooting at 6k with red definitely um it, it's just interesting that you you manage to shoot pretty much everything on one lens because most people have well i don't know because i tend to kind of lean towards that 35 i just like the look mm-hmm. of it from time to time depending yeah. on the, the shot i will open up to a 24 you know um and yeah. then the, the close-ups really punch it in with that with a, a tight zoom but yeah to shoot most of your film on an actual 35 that's Huh. I'd like to see some of that. If if you don't mind, send me some of the just stills that way I can look at them. That'd be badass. Um, <laughs> well,
2: they to run it by Deb. Yeah, you have to run it by Deb.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll it by Deb.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Deborah, what's the ultimate goal? <laughs> I know Rogelio said uh January, end of January, two months post-production now put you at February, March, April looking. Um mm-hmm. Do you do you are you looking at uh, the festival run or are you going straight into like fuck it I'm gonna go distribution or or what what's your ultimate goal for the for the film?
1: Um, honestly, I don't know yet. I right? don't know yet, but for sure, film festival, yeah. and then um, I mean, maybe we can sell it. I don't know. You Never know, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. Yeah, know. I think yeah, we definitely want to see the overall end project. See we how could be the
1: I don't mind being. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't mind being that one hit wonder.
2: No, <laughs> right, right, <Rahelio? laughs>
0: Well, I hope not. Especially if we have a really
2: good project. We don't mind selling it and then retiring off of that. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know what? If, if that dream comes true, I quit, and that that just <laughs> at that point, Deborah would have hit every single goal. That every <laughs> independent filmmaker wants to hit on their first show. You have a yeah. great casting crew, you know, freaking have the 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 uh the film written out completely perfectly to where everything works well, locations are locked in, you're shooting it on these badass cameras, you know. Yeah, you yeah. If if you hit the jackpot and sell it, Deborah, we were done. I'm I, <laughs> we're not friends no more. <laughs> um next project for y'all
2: uh, as far as feature films we do have some in the book with uh just some projects but they're the whole writer's strike and actor strike kind of push those both uh, out so um i'm still not 100 percent sure on what it's about because we haven't read the script <laughs> <laughs> So, but we've already been technically in, in theory, hired for that. Right. Um, and then we do a lot of corporate commercials, so there's always that in the books, right? We're we're working in documentary in December in uh in Puerto Rico, so we're going to be doing that, and um, and then the who knows what's to come in 2024, right? So yeah. we had a big adventurous year 2023, and then we'll see where festivals or whatnot take us. Nice, Giselle.
3: Yeah, so I'm pretty much with Roger on, um, we we actually, he did mention a project, so there is a project that I'm also going to be a dean with him, um, that, you know, somebody else, because uh, we did a short film with uh, that uh, producer, so essentially we're looking at potentially working on that project, and I'm also going to be working on the Puerto Rico documentary that I'm going to be uh, alongside him so yeah, so we're excited. Um there's all we do work also in short films. Sometimes those projects will pop out, but right now that's kind mm-hmm. of what's on the on the books for, for now.
0: Yeah. And you Ms. Mm-hmm. Debbie Deb.
1: Um well I have, you know, I already have some other films that I have here, you know, written. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna continue with my next one. Up in Mexico.
0: Up in Mexico, yeah, I remember that one. That one should be good. That one was funny. Yeah. yeah. That one's really good. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, but yeah, forget what else I was gonna. I was like, oh, uh, where can we find y'all's uh, work or sample, or how can we contact y'all? Um, you got a few minutes to just talk about yourself and, and your company.
2: Yep. Um, so for for my company, it's Raji Pro Raji Productions uh, after my name, Raji Roger. <laughs> so my you can find us on Instagram at Raji Pro or our website is rajipro.com, uh, or rogypro.com, and that's where I'm at. Okay,
0: and we can find all your previous work on there,
2: or links to your work? Um, uh, Plenty of work, not everything's on there, a lot of it's just like, a lot of our, our work is published, unlisted, right, for clients and whatnot, but we do have a good amount of stuff in there, I think, that's still pretty... You can tell our quality or see what we do.
0: Uh, yeah, and so
3: um I don't I, I have a website, but um I do work along Roger with Roger Productions, so some of our work is there. Uh, my Instagram is at Divine Giselle D I Yes and Victory I-N-E-G-I-S-E-L-L. Um and I post sometimes on the projects that I work um there for with Roger or in Roger Productions too. Okay. Um, but yeah, I need to work on a website.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think going to go to the restroom. Uh, I know this is not a family show, Deborah, but. <laughs> 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 Where can we find <laughs> your stuff, Deborah? Uh, Where can we find you your gotta stuff? Go. Oh, you're freezing up. Oh, oh.
1: So um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Facebook, it's
0: over there. Did I freeze? Yeah, you froze. So we can find you on Facebook. Yeah. Under what name? Yeah, on Facebook, I have Instagram, but I really don't.
1: On Instagram. Okay. But mostly on Facebook. All right.
0: And what, what's the name on Facebook.
1: Um, Deborah Martinez.
0: Deborah Martinez. And then
1: we have a hide page too. Well, it's called hide and right now. They have it under hide and film. Hide in film
0: or something like that.
1: Right? What is it, Giselle?
0: <laughs> Giselle, you read it.
3: Sorry, yes, yeah, it's, it's hide and film because uh, of the of the name, but so the, right? that's the oh, fan page oh, that okay. um we have like we have for it. But it is hide and film. And then in parentheses, it says hide. So it, if y'all can like search for it and you'll you'll see there. Cool. We post our pick well that post like share our pictures of when we're on set and things like that. and I'm sure any announcements about the film will be uh, shared there.
0: Nice. So anything else y'all shout outs or 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 bank or anything like that?
2: Yeah, I want to shout out to my crew. Um, we put them through hell and back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, shout out to Billy. Shout out to Martha. Shout out to Clay. Shout out to um, uh, Luis. Madeline. Um, Madeline. Oh, yeah, and Billy brings his, his girlfriend along all the time, and she's awesome. Madeline, they're great. And um, who else We. you Some people, we we, you know, it's a smaller crew, but we get the job done, which is the important part.
3: Nice, yeah, and of course, the actresses are doing an amazing job. Um, they they really bring it all, and it's just amazing. So, shout out to our our talent, but they're amazing too. Yeah,
1: Yeah. shout out to Giselle for doing a good job for real. It's 100, I said, and Rogelio, his whole crew, the actors, the actresses.
2: And yeah. to my ben, brother
1: Jacinto for uh, letting us use his building. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so he's, he's been very, very accommodating for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and to Deb, because if it weren't for Deb, we wouldn't have this amazing project. So thank you, Dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: No yeah. drama. <laughs> <laughs> no drama. No drama. But uh, there's goats <laughs> and chickens, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? I'm gonna put that on there. I'm gonna put on there. It's like no drama, but there's goats and chickens. What's up, man? And a pig. <laughs> and a pig. <laughs> Y'all tell me that story? As a matter of fact, we have a few minutes. Tell me that story. What What is this whole goat, chicken, and pig story?
1: <laughs> well, the,
0: so-, so my brother
1: he he has a ranch out yeah. there, and uh, that's where his building is. It's like um, it looks like a um like uh what do they call trailer home put together right kind of okay and so outside in the back he's got a shooting range he's got a a thing of chickens he's got pigs he's got goats he's got dogs (laughs) he's got it all
3: (laughs) oh (laughs) this is really funny but one time we closed his gate and one of the dogs was outside and we were kind of feeling guilty that we left the dog outside <laughs> um, but but it turns out that the guy the dog actually can fit through the gate, so he would get in and out, and we were so worried about them.
2: <laughs> well, I just wanna say Zoe <laughs> locked him out. We didn't lock him <laughs> out. <laughs>
3: I didn't realize it until somebody sent a picture, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then the next day, we get there, and the dog goes in and out like nothing. I was like, "Oh my goodness!"
0: (laughs) But again, your job as the ad, everybody has to hate you, including the dog. (laughs) Absolutely awesome. Well, again, guys, I I really do appreciate you coming on board, and I will probably speak again. Once we get closer to actual yep. post production, or even if you're still doing pre production on post production, Rogelio. <laughs> <laughs> um, until then, um, guys, keep watching film, man. Keep an eye out on Deborah. Um, like I said, when I first met her, she was a writer, uh, producer on a short, and that was just like what four years ago, five years ago, and now yeah. I'm directing her first feature film. Um. Again with Ohelio, I've seen his, his, his uh products and they look badass. He's he's a really awesome cinematographer, awesome.
2: creative,
0: badass person. Just so thank you for I I've just met you today and from what Deborah tells me, I need to hire you because you know <laughs> um <laughs> again, um till next week, film noobs, uh keep on watching films, guys. All right. All right. Time, thank bye. you for having me. So, hold on one
2: second, one second. Oh, I'm gonna take a selfie real quick. So everybody smile okay. the camera. Okay. Three, three, two, one. I
3: literally that's.
2: One, one more know. for safety. One more for safety. Three, three. Oh my goodness! Typical. Yeah. Here you go. Three. Three, two, one. Good. Perfect. That was great. Do, do we get a safety
0: for the safety? <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you for out. having us, David. No problem. I had fun. But next time, I need more drama. More drama. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for coming on board. And we'll see you uh, hopefully in a couple months when y'all are done. And we can talk a little bit more, man. Right. you welcome. Sounds All right, good. Thank you, guys. Bye.